Hello Spectrumites and other people. My name is Forrest and welcome to the Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum. The podcast for you to learn about the autism spectrum, learn what it's like for someone like me to live on the spectrum, and what marriage is like between two people on the spectrum. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 32, part 2 of this discussion. As KG and I, as the wind blows behind me, <laughs> um, as KG and I are moving in a few weeks, uh, life is just a lot busier, and packing is has been the number one priority, maintain the, uh, maintaining the home, getting things ready to go. Uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun to delve a little bit into uh, the varying levels of... Um, when it comes to emotion between you and I, okay. you and I are very different when it comes to that. First of all, you don't... Emote. Emote. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say you don't cry. I mean, you do, but you... Not very often, you don't. No. You and I have very different levels, or tiers, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, when it comes to um, what we view, what we see as emotional. Right. You know, um... Like, I am a much more emotional person than you are. That is the truth. Somehow, and yet you're autistic. Yes, and you have a very stoic Spock face. Yes. You have a very stoic Spock face. Um, Want me to pull it out right now? You can't, no, nobody can no see one it. can see it. This is audio only. I know, but yeah, I bet they can hear it. Did you hear that, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the face. <laughs> So I thought it'd be kind of uh, fun because there are times where like I will, there are times where I like will cry over something and you're like, I don't understand why he's crying about it. I will comfort him accordingly because he looks sad, but I don't understand it. That's a lot. That's a lot of the time your thought process in times like that, right? Yeah, but it's also like he's sad. I should comfort him because I love him. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop it. <laughs> but, um, it's, but the point is, it's very a very logical thought process. You don't... when Whenever you do cry, though, it's not really... A few times it is. But it's not really based on something emotional happening. A lot of the times, it's kind of when you are, uh, like, overstimulated by all these things happening around you. Yeah. A lot of the time, or it's, just it's a, stress. It's a, so. it's a buildup of emotion that I can't express properly because I'm autistic. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. My own, so the only option that we have is, is... So the only option I really have is just to cry because I don't know how what else to do. And usually what happens, though, is that when you do... Like, for me, after I do it, I just... I feel, like, just kind of, like... Uh, stretched, you know, mm-hmm. for a while and just feel exhausted. You, on the other hand, are, it's like, crying is almost like a healing potion for you. Like, after you do it, you just, um, you just pull yourself up by the bootstraps and move on as if nothing happened. Well, I mean, it's like You're a you lot said, more energetic. I mean, it's like you said, it's a stress, it's a stress-induced, um, thing. So, mm-hmm. and it's a buildup of emotion. So once I'm able to get all of it out, it's like when you. It's like when most people like just have to like get something off their chest or like express an emotion that they've been holding inside. They usually feel better afterwards. Right. That's why they. That's why people tell you to not to express what you're feeling because it usually helps you feel better instead of just holding it inside. Right. Yeah. No. It's true. Um. Again, for me, it takes time. Right. So, like, I'll cry and then I'll spend the next few days just feeling miserable. Well, again, <laughs> but... people on the spectrum tend to process events differently. Some pe- sometimes it may take days or month, days or weeks to get over something, but some people are able to are able to recover within like a day or two. 
True. So to kind of, uh, I think to kind of like illustrate this, um, you and I have kind of been watching a couple of uh, K-dramas lately, right? Yeah. I think you know where this is going already. Okay. Well, actually two things. Um, Let's actually start with the time. I remember when I got to, you know, this apartment building that we're in. I got to it first. You were coming over to look at it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to tour it? Yes. Uh, as The second that you rear-ended it, um, a car across the street, I thought we were done. Like, <laughs> I thought this tour wasn't happening. <laughs> we won't get this apartment and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think it's hilarious that that was my very first thought <laughs> when I got there. Is, oh, we're totally not getting this. Mm-hmm. Um, but you did accidentally like rear end a parked car like across the street when you were trying to back out, you know, back out of the driveway. But then, so I back, so I was backing out, and I didn't, and I wasn't paying attention to how far I was, how close I was getting to the cars, and I rear ended someone. Yeah, so that happened. I remember you did break down and cry over that. Well, it was, but a, it, it wasn't, wasn't even just that no, though. It was uh, like, why don't you explain it a little bit? Again, it was a build up. Right. right. Well, to not get into too many details, let's just say that I might have caused accidental basement flooding <laughs> at my at the my parents place where i was living at the time it was it was a total accident um and so when um so i left so i um i woke basically like ate breakfast and then i then my fan and i realized my pa- my family was panicking and i was like what's going on and he was like the basement's flooding we have to we have to rip up this carpet in order to, in order to get the concrete to dry cuz the because the something in the pipes got some the like water from the pipes is leaking into the carpet mm-hmm. and so my family was like rushing everywhere pulling up the carpet off the floor um getting fans down there to dry the concrete and i'm like well i got to go i have a i have to go see i have a go i have an appointment to go see this apartment so i just left oh. right in the middle of that for one thing and then, um, so I got there, and then I rear-ended the car, and then, it was, I don't think it was even after that is when I called my parents to tell me, um, to tell, to tell, um, to tell them about the rear-ending, and my dad basically yelled at me because he was, a, because he said, why did you leave? Why did you leave us? We were, we were trying to fix this. Why did you leave us? And everything. Mm. So that obviously didn't help the situation. Mm. So that was kind of build up. Yeah, I remember just sitting there, uh, sitting there, kind of awkwardly, like, "Oh no, <laughs> I don't know what to do about this." And I don't know. That, like, you're better at comfort, knowing how to comfort people than I do. I don't know how to do that. That's a it's, very it's instinctual. That's a stereotypical man thing for me to just not know how to comfort someone. It's that awkward. Uh, I guess I'll put a hand on oh, your shoulder. Oh yeah. And also, you before know? I went there, it was when dad, my dad, was telling me like, was basically telling me that I was the cause for the flooding because I. Um, I basically didn't, uh, unclog the toilet properly. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. So, so there was that, the mm-hmm. rear ending, getting yelled at on the phone by my dad. Who, mm-hmm. un- and I mean, it was understandable. To him, to him, it looked like I just left everybody. And mm-hmm. I also spent the rest of the day with you, so that also didn't help. <laughs> I think I even told you, I don't know, I want to go, I don't want to go back home. I don't want to go back home. Mm-hmm. I think I, I do vaguely remember that. Yeah, I, I don't want to Because we, go. we toured the apartment on our own, right? Yeah. Um, it wasn't even the one that we ended up getting. No, it was, it was, similar, it was like right? an open house t- fit type thing. Your parents didn't show up that same day, right, to do the tour? No, because they two. were, they were busy with the Right, 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 yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I remember And then that. I got in even more trouble when I got back home because, again, they were accusing me of abandoning them. Yeah. And, and again, I understand why I may, I should have probably tried to stay and help a little bit more. But, uh, I mean, even that in that situation was kind of, like, overwhelming to me. So, sure. I guess... And so I was like, well, I do, this is important. I do have to go do this. So I maybe it was more, maybe that was more of an excuse than it needed to be. Sure. That's fair. Um, but you know, like that's, that's kind of the, I guess one of the more common occasions that, yeah. you know, like. But I'm sure like even neurotypical people, if some, if like a buildup like that happened, if they could, they would break down crying. Yeah, for sure. I cry a lot. <laughs> I don't okay. know if you've noticed. You are a very emotional soul and that is okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um. It, it's kind of funny, like, when I think of stuff like this, I, I think of that moment from uh, the Disaster Artist film. <laughs> um, oh, that's you the remember one, that? that's one about Tommy Wiseau, right? yeah, about the, yeah, yeah, about the one with Tommy Wiseau. And uh, in, in the movie, um, Tommy Wiseau was played by... James Franco. James Franco, that's right, thank you. And he, um, he's playing Tommy Wiseau in the movie, and I, I love the moment when he's, like gushing over like some of his favorite films and they're like and most of them are pretty bad films if i if i'm not mistaken which makes sense right. for the film that he ended up making but um he was like gushing over uh, a film that he really really liked and uh in a scene where a character is like being very emotional and and tommy was always like he shows emotion <laughs> like um because that's probably the best that mm -hmm. he can describe stuff like that mm -hmm. um that's probably how you and I kind of, like, approach emotions. Like, oh, he's showing emotion. Yes. <laughs> like, we won't put a name to it. It's just, <laughs> oh, emotion. Uh, I, I always thought that was funny. Uh, but I think one of the most interesting contrasts. I yes. think I, I can come up with a really good contrast as to how you and I differ when it comes to... Are you going to really get back to the K-drama thing? Yes, okay. I am right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I just spent the last 10 minutes talking about how I abandoned my family. <laughs> the time of need. Because it was, and that, and that the whole thing was my fault to begin with, so I should have been there. Yeah. Thanks for making me relive that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm sure your parents will be glad to talk to you about it again after they listen to this episode. <laughs> okay, I'm going to leave. No, <laughs> no, no, stay. <laughs> um, so there, <laughs> contrast, right? Right. So, and it both has to do with K-dramas, right? So, I did say in an earlier episode this season where I watched uh, the K-drama Familiar Wife, I centered mm -hmm. an entire episode around that. I centered an entire episode around the scene that just, like, just made me burst into tears. Yes. Now, you can attest to that. Yes. You can say that I didn't just cry. You were sobbing. I was sobbing. Because... You were, and you were sobbing loudly. You woke me up. Yeah, I was <laughs> sobbing loudly. Like, it was as if I just learned, I don't know, like, a loved one really close to me died. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of... It was like that. And the reason... That's just the power of K-dramas. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But the reason that I can give, at least contextually, is that, you know, what I was watching meant something to me as a husband. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, mm -hmm. because it got such a reaction out of me that you even asked me if I can show you, like, that particular scene. Mm -hmm. You had the most stoic face <laughs> uh, imaginable while while watching the scene. And, and you cried again. And I cried you? again. <laughs> it wasn't, like, sobbing, but I cried again, and mm -hmm. it was still really rough. It's, it, I mean, again, I... it's contextu contextually speaking, it's about, like, it's about a husband. Yes. 
coming to terms with the mistakes that he made as a husband mm-hmm. and the way that he like hurt his wife emotionally yeah you unintentionally, know, stuff like, unintentionally but you know it hurt her emotionally and it was done in such a way that it just got a reaction out of me because as a husband like i feel that right mm-hmm. um you you had no reaction when you watched it. it it's kind of funny it's it's kind of the same experience as when you're showing someone something that you thought was really, really funny, but they're not laughing. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of like, um, um, I think it'll stop before it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you and I have even had that. Yeah. Your, excuse me, your sense of humor is very different from mine. Mine is very dry and sarcastic and, um, like, yeah, just dry mm-hmm. and sarcastic. And, um, while yours is more situational, mm-hmm. yours is a uh, very random. Mm-hmm. You can watch a Vine. I know those don't exist anymore. You can watch a Vine and, and never think forget. it's never forget. Never <laughs> <Vine>. <laughs> You can watch something like that and think it's hilarious. But they are it's, hilarious. It's this heavily scripted thing, and it's <laughs> like I, I don't see what's appealing about this. And you're like, it's comedy gold. It's hilarious. <laughs> this. The vine where they're like, get on top of the fridge. Get up there. This house is a freaking nightmare. That's hilarious. It's hilarious to you. I'm glad you think it's funny. It. If I'm laughing, it's not because I think it's funny. I just like the sound of your laughter. <laughs> it happens a lot. Um, what, what's so weird, though, is that you and I can both watch The Office and think it's hilarious. Well, so our it's sense of comedy. humor aligns somewhere. <laughs> we just got to find that middle ground. Yeah, we just got to find that middle ground. I swear, once we find that middle ground, our marriage will improve by a thousand times, a thousand more well, times. Well, everybody knows Quad Desk is the pinnacle of comedy. <laughs> this is a Quad Desk. When Jim Halbert put together four desks. It wasn't even four desks, four it was desks, three. It was three. Three desks. And <laughs> called it Quad Desk. Called Why it, it Quad Desk. It's a stupid name. There's not even three. There's not even four desks. Oh. We got to change that, don't we? <laughs> Great stuff. We don't even see how he's sitting in the quad. Desk. Yeah, no. It's like, how is he even sitting? He's like levitating ten feet off the ground. It's it's great. It's a great show. Uh, we own the entire series on DVD. Mm. So um, so anyway, um, well that didn't get a reaction out of you. But then we watch a K drama about a dog that dies, and we're both bawling. <laughs> it's a dog. Yeah. It was a dog. It's like though. it was a dog. There are care there are humans that die in this show. And we and we bawled at the dog. Yeah, we didn't even cry at the we didn't even cry at the humans who died. We died at the we cried at the dog. <laughs> you have uh you have a tendency to cry more at uh, at a dog dying. I mean, you have you know, yeah. you've cried at uh people close to who have passed away and mm-hmm. I've done the same. Uh, see, that's the thing. That's that's actually one myth that we kind of need to break right now in this episode. Okay. Autistic people will most likely either cry or feel deep, deep grief that you may not see when a person close to them passes away. Yes. You know. I like, don't know. I've always... Maybe it's just because of my autistic brain and my lack of social skills and my lack... And my... I relate more to these dogs. <laughs> Well, it's possible. You know, dogs will always love you, no matter what. But people, on the other hand... Exactly. <laughs> people betray you. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe some people can agree with me when they when when I say that I like interacting with dogs more often. Sometimes I'll, I'll, be, I'll be okay with going to a person's house, just because I know they have a dog. <laughs> well, it was even worse... What's even worse is that, um, you know, the dog in this story, like 
ran away from home because he because he didn't want uh him his, to see him die yeah you know? his owner to see him die yeah he didn't want his owner to see him die and it's mm-hmm. like oh my god <laughs> no he wants he loves you yeah yeah <laughs> We both bawled at that. Well, and also, yeah. we also, we all, we, I think the reason why it hit us so hard was we were expecting this to be sort of a lighthearted filler episode. We did. Coming off uh-huh. the really intense previous episode that dealt yeah. with the moral and ethical question of do we save people who don't deserve to be saved? Mm-hmm. Or do we save people who don't want to be saved? You know? No, that was, that was the whole, that's the other show. This was specifically mm-hmm. about a guy. This was specifically about a guy. He did it on purpose, and you know Yeah, him. no, I know he did. Yeah. And he was a horrible person. And yeah. They were like, and they debated, like, should we... De- should we see? Should we even try to save him? I felt emotional during that episode. I didn't cry. I thought that, well, was, that was just emotionally intense. Yeah. but this was just emotionally sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of breaking the myth here that um, that autistic people can really, mm-hmm. you know, we can feel things like grief. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, well, you and fair, I you both. Also, you also cried during the the war veteran episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that really touched me. I. Mm-hmm. I I have a special place in my heart for those types but of people. But it wasn't the dog episode. No, no. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> right. Um, but you and I, you know, like, we both lost our grandfathers the same year. Mm-hmm. Literally the same year. And we'll, be, we'll be moving on his on the anniversary. Oh, really? Of mine, that is. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of that. That's crazy. Well, it'll help. Hey, oh, yeah? Moving will help. Oh, moving will help. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. Um, that was two years ago at this point? Yes. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite memories of, you know, of your grandfather was, um, it was summer of 2017, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to uh, Kansas City. Yes. And, uh, well, yeah, so, for context, your grandparents lived up in Kansas City. Down and, in Kansas City. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and uh, you and your family like invited me to you know to come along. It wasn't the first time, but first time was Thanksgiving. First time was Thanksgiving this the year was just before. Just for a summer trip. Yeah, it um still probably one of the best experiences of my life, honestly. It was and fun. I know Kansas I, City is always fun. I know I meant I, I know I talked about this a little bit in um la- I guess last season, but mm-hmm. a lot it was a lot more brief, right? So um. Your grandparents are really, really, they're not the type of, like, old people that are, like, autism? What's that? You know oh, what I mean? Were, they were super into yeah. learning about it when I got diagnosed. Yeah. Even my grandma was... I, e- I, I admire that. My, gra- yeah. well, my grandma even reco- had a basically... D- you remember DVR? <laughs> I do, yes. <laughs> that was the thing. Streaming yeah. before streaming. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah. My, gra- my grandma basically DVR'd Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs when it was on TV because they had cable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, so they, so she DVR'd Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs for me. And you know, that care, you know, that movie kind of has some autistic, some of the characters have autistic traits. I guess like I never got that impression. Well, especially. Do you, do you remember anything that stuck out? Yeah, you know, like the, 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 the female character who was obsessed with weather. Okay. That was basically me as oh, a child. Oh, all right. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. When we were watching Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, my grandma would keep pausing it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, what do you think this character is feeling? Based mm-hmm. on their facial expression, I'm like, sad. Sad. <laughs> I'm like, I get what you're trying to do, Grandma, but I just want to watch the movie. Was it the first time you were watching it? <laughs> no, okay. I'd seen it before, but I was just like, I, I, I wanted to watch this movie. Can we, can we not try to work on social skills right now and just watch the movie? Sure, but you know, your grandparents' fascination, like yeah. with that stuff, like 
I, 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 I always admired that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, your grandparents stayed up, and this was kind of the point I was getting to, but your grandparents stayed up with me, like, past midnight one mm-hmm. night just to kind of... Uh, just so I can kind of talk to them about what it was like dating you and, you know, what I was trying to figure out and, um, figure out, okay, how do I connect as someone on the autism spectrum? How do I connect with someone else on the autism spectrum on this level, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and they were so like, they were just so patient, so compassionate and very understanding. And I just, I loved the fact that they cared so much about getting to know me for one thing. Yeah. And, uh, helping me and having an understanding of you so that it wasn't like they understood autism enough yeah that they can talk about it and they cared enough to dig into it yeah. because they knew that they would have to yeah well you said this was one of your my one of my one of your favorite moments with my grandparent my grandfather like what was it uh i mean it really was basically basically that there wasn't you know, like, like a specific moment your uh, grandfather asked me at least several times what an Uber was, <laughs> I and think I just explained that. it. Yeah, and I explained it to him like um, the same way every time, and I was fine with it. You know, I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. I was happy to answer it for him, even though what I had was before. Your, what was but your, it, he, well, oh, go ahead. What was your favorite thing to learn about from my grandparents about me, <laughs> or what really stuck out to you when you were learning about me? Like, well. Oh. <laughs> They liked to call you Princess K- KG. Yes. Yes, yes, yes they <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah. As far as, as far as I'm concerned, it didn't matter how old you got. You no. were the same age. No. You're still the same age to I them. Yeah. You, you like I think you stopped at 8 and then um and then you ne- and then you never uh, kept aging. Nope. After that. Nope. Yeah. Your grandfather was just always so like he was so enthusiastic to learn. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I liked the most about him. Mm-hmm. Is he was always very enthusiastic to learn. So I guess, and you know, I I cried for him after he passed away. Yeah. Like that meant something to me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, he he wasn't my grandfather, but I still miss him to this day. I still think of him. Me too. And I think of my own. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I wish I got to know your grandfather more. But the only time I really met him was at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And he, he was already starting to go by that point. Yeah, uh, so dementia had a, a huge factor in that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at least, it's. At least he did get to see us before, see us get married and see the wedding before, like, it fully took over. Yeah, he was there. He knew where he was and he knew what was going on. But we still um, had to warn but... our, we still had to warn our guest, okay, mm-hmm. if he comes up to you, he has dementia. I think um, he thought. I think he thought at one point that one of your uh, bridesmaids was you because he like <laughs> walked right up to her, and I'm like, uh, nope, that's not, that's not Kay. <laughs> but anyway, but and so he told them like hey, he has dementia, so if he comes up to you, just you know, like talk to him normally. Um, he probably doesn't understand where he is sometimes, but um, his what uh, your grandma would come and find mm-hmm. him. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I I miss them both. I cried over them both. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, just kind of another indicator there that, yes, you know, I, I, as someone on the autism spectrum, can can feel emotion, you know, over... I had to leave work early when I found out that my grandfather passed. Yeah. Uh, I I cried. I think I cried more at work because I was waiting for confirmation to see if I could leave on bereavement. Right, right. So by the time I got home, I was basically spent... 
It was a hard couple months for us in general. You know, a lot of the stuff going on around there. I twisted my leg. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Um, Yeah, dislocated my kneecap. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, what in in this whole episode? What did we learn this episode? What did we like teach? I guess about autistic people have feelings. Yes, they also can lead pretty normal lives. Even Mm -hmm. you know, like even compare compared to neurotypical people. You know, so uh, that being said, next two episodes are Blade and I. I had him recorded beforehand, but uh, to I say this at the end of part two of my discussion with Blade, but um, there will be a break. Final week of April. There will be no uh, March, podcast episode. In March or April? No, I do mean April. Okay. Yeah, there will be no new podcast episode. Final week of April. Um, so just to kind of give you guys a heads up in two weeks, uh, there will be a break, but I will be back with more of the podcast afterwards. So with that being said, thank you for, uh, thank you for being a part of the surprise, uh, you know, conversation, KG. Okay. I'm going to go back to what I was doing now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you can't because we're going to go get dinner. We can wait like 20 minutes. We leave in 20 minutes. <laughs> or it's like, what well, was it in Flushed Away? We leave five, in, five in five hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys next time. Hey guys, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, write a review to help the show grow, and subscribe to my Substack at thepancakeking.substack.com to receive updates on new podcast episodes, a new blog post every Saturday, and other content I may put out. You can also check out the entertainment me, KG, and my friends make together on our YouTube channel, Vanzot Productions. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.